What does the future of commerce look like and how could artificial intelligence revolutionize the way we do business? Joining us to discuss is Kelly Keene, founder of Money Wise Workplaces. Very good Wednesday morning to you, Kelly. Good morning, Sue and Andy. Great to be with you. Great to have you with us. Now, you've had the opportunity to flip through a, a, a new report. It was produced by Square. It's the annual Future of Commerce report revealing how businesses are shifting from survival to growth mode in 2024. Uh, what was your greatest takeaway looking through that report? Well, you know what, Andy, you know, kind of backing up, I think we have to really look at that. I think, and I think a lot of Calgarians would agree that businesses really are at the heart of our economy and, you know, how their growth uh, affects us. And when they improve automation or embrace innovation, it maybe saves us money. It maybe keeps prices uh, the same or it just saves us time and makes the experience so much more fun. So I think what really stood out in the report for me um, was, you know, obviously how many consumers are actually tightening their belt, 77% saying that they're going to spend less. So what that means is, you know, restaurants and retailers need to innovate, uh, but how much of them are? And actually 76% of consumers want restaurants to use AI if it's self-serve kiosks, if it's, you know, voice ordering technology. Uh, so, you know, retailers are looking at embracing AI and innovation and consumers are saying that they want it as well. That's a kind of a tough one, though, to manage. Might it, though, be Kelly? Because it's, it's got to be expensive to implement any type of new AI at the start. Maybe it pays off in the end. Maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's, you got kind of have to go all in, though, don't you? Well, and Sue, here's where, you know, Square would say they're the solution to it. I mean, uh, a lot of us uh, have an affinity towards them. Maybe in the old days, we went to a farmer's market and we had to carry cash because, you know, the smaller vendors didn't have merchant services. But companies like this offer the ecosystem that you can use credit cards and, and debit at, at even your, your smallest businesses where they used to have a cash only sign. They allow them to use this AI and innovation at a fraction of the price if it's, you know, after pay, offering your clients buy now, pay later. Uh, there's so much that you can get because of companies like Square that you, you would have had to invest on your own. So, yes, it sounds like it can be a lot, uh, but I think there's just, you know, just think about how we used to call up a restaurant to make a reservation. Who does that anymore? You know, we use technology and we don't even think about how much we're using it. Saves us time, keeps, you know, these retailers much more profitable. And, and Sue and, and Andy, like, this report as well revealed that 19 months out of the year, restaurants are actually operating at, at, a, at a staff shortage. So it's just something that companies really know they have to embrace to stay afloat, to stay profitable. Kelly, I know that you have the opportunity to speak with lots of business owners. Yeah. Um, and if you're deep in your business and you want to see it thriving, let's say I'm running Andy's Donut Shop, I want to focus on the donuts. I perhaps have to focus on my staffing. Maybe I don't have time, the energy, or the expertise to know about this technology. So how do I go about juggling that and still keeping my business clicking? 
Well, I think you really need, and that's such a great point, right? You, Every small business owner, uh, even medium and larger size, are looking at it, you know, making their product and service the best possible, best possible experience for their consumers. But, um, you know, that's where you need to shop around. You need to make sure that, like, what was available six months ago or not might be available today. And really looking at everything you can to make that end user experience better. Um, profitability, of course, as well. I mean, who walks into a bookstore today and doesn't feel, well, if you do, how many people walk into a bookstore? But as an example, uh, when I do, it's like, there's no prediction of what book I should buy or like we're just so used to as consumers having these, um, you know, automated uh, recommendations and things of that sort. Uh, all, all of the, this automation that we don't even think of as business owners that consumers want. So I think shopping around for platforms that are going to give this to you and your consumers seamlessly uh, is something that allows you, Andy, to fo- focus more on your donuts and making them <laughs> extra extra delicious i think it's a good you know perspective kelly because we with ai we hear so much it's meant to scare us right it's oh it's terrible it's gonna it's gonna kill jobs it's gonna destroy everything but in the end you know maybe if we can control it and and use it to its best advantage it can be win-win for all of us right 100%, Sue. I mean, anything. You know, you take a, a, like a knife, right? Put in the hands of a thief, it's horrible. Put in the hands of a surgeon, it saves lives. So, same with the internet, same with automation and AI. It can create such an incredible user experience, suggest things that you haven't even thought about that then makes the company more profitable, increases their sales. Uh, So, yes, it's here. Uh, why not utilize it? Why not lean into it? Why not use it for more efficiency? Um, because if not, then your competitor probably is. So how important, and I know that financially, uh, you, you are one of these people that if you have questions, you, you come on in and ask an expert. What about, and I'm not sure what experience you have in this, Kelly, what about a business coach? I, I think I've had some success, but I want to take it to the next level. How important is it for a business owner to talk to somebody who has either been there before yeah. or have much more knowledge when it comes to, you know, maybe some of the nuts and bolts of the finances? Such a great point, Andy. I mean, it's very isolating being a business owner. I can put my hand up to that. You're overwhelmed. You have so many hats that you're wearing, your chief bottle washer. Um, So yeah, maybe you can't afford a coach. I love that idea. I think everyone that can should. Maybe it's joining your local chamber of commerce. Maybe it's starting a little virtual mastermind group with like-minded business owners. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you using? Um, and, and, And just starting a community because, yes, you have a lot of hats to wear. There isn't a lot of help out there other than what you're hiring. So creating that community if you can't actually afford the coaching. Um, But as Einstein said, you know, we can't solve a problem at the same level as created as we created it. We can't see what's out there. And, And guys, we know, right, like how fast technology is changing, how like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, who's using what app, what you're watching, what you're consuming. So having that community is very helpful. Love that, Andy. Great conversation, Kelly. Thanks so much for joining us, as always. Always a pleasure. Thanks, soon, Andy. Take care. Kelly Keene, founder of Money Wise Workplaces. You can find out more uh, at her website, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, Kelly Keene, K-E-E-H-N. She didn't make it easy for us to spell her name. Kellykeen.com. <laughs>